0: This is Rowena from Pretty Creative, and my drink of choice is an ice cold white wine.
1: I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Mikala from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Workwife Wine Time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. <laughs> Workwife Wine Time supports the responsible drinking of alcohol. We get the feeling of needing a wine when running Facebook ads, but remember, keep calm and keep on testing. Awesome. Welcome everyone. So it's Gemma here with you today, and I am ever so excited to connect you with our guest speaker, Amy Waihoon of Sugar Pop Social, who is a Facebook and Instagram strategist specialist. And she's been helping standout brands in digital marketing for the past four years. Did I say that correctly?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Um,
1: (laughs) So first of all, welcome. So good to have you here.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, You're so welcome. Very, very excited. So let's pop into our short introduction. And first of all, Tell us what it is you do.
0: Um, well, obviously it's changed over the four years, but right now I'm helping online course creators, coaches and service providers get their offerings in front of the right people and make some money.
1: Wonderful. We're all here to make some money, right?
0: <laughs> Ideally so we can spend it,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> we want to make it and spend it, but we need to spend it to make it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So tell us, what are, what are your qualifications? Uh, well, I don't have any official marketing qualifications, mm-hmm. but I have been working in social media for four years and have studied quite a few courses um, regarding that. Uh, Facebook obviously have their blueprint and then there's lots of other amazing, wonderful teachers out there that have, have soaked up lots of knowledge. And yeah, I've decided that this is, the path that I want to explore further
1: wonderful this is it for you I love it and what about your past working life then
0: oh well there's lots of things in there so from office management and hospitality management I've ended up in social media so um <laughs> yeah so hospitality sort of has always been in there and then obviously after having kids it was a easy one to get sort of some casual work in. And then it just kind of, kids got a little bit older. I was still able to keep it flexible, like with casual um, like shifts and work around the kids. But I moved into a management position and then started marketing the, the cafe. And that led into the whole, it was sort of around the time that social media started getting really big um, for the food industry. And all those, you know, MasterChef was big. So, yeah, it was kind of like a good time. And, yeah, I fell into the world of social media.
1: Wonderful. And you love it. I, I do. <laughs> as I know. <laughs>
0: and tell us a bit more about
1: who you work with.
0: Um, so I'm working with a lot of um, business owners that have courses. Um, either it might be a launch coming up or some products that they want to get out there um and yeah we're just running some facebook ads like campaigns to get them out find their audience and yeah connect them with the right people and get sales
1: wonderful love it um and of course a little bit more about what brought you to work for yourself which you touched on a little bit before but
0: yeah yeah so um obviously Fell into the world of social media. Um, I was running sort of the social media for a cafe that I was working in, and the owner had a few other cafes and restaurants. So they sort of went, mm, "Do you want to do it for all of them?" And so I started, yeah, really researching, doing some courses, um, learning from um, some of the people that were really doing really well in Instagram at that point. So we're talking like four years ago now, um, and yeah, it kind of got to the point that I was doing a lot of, um, I suppose running of different accounts. And I thought, Hey, there's an actual business in this. And so I decided to, to go out on my own, um, set up a little business and then life kind of had other plans, but, um, yeah, like obviously I was going to talk to like my employer at that point but yeah um things happened in my personal life and I was um in hospital for a little bit and I ended up leaving my job and it kind of was I suppose kind of good timing that I had sort of set this up in the background so it just kind of went from there
1: wonderful oh well, good on you it's what, it's what we love yeah. to growing businesses
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind
1: of, tell us a little bit about about you what do you what do you love
0: well food <laughs> so if you don't know I'm actually a food influencer I over at in, yeah over in between oh, desserts so um, it's dessert and everything in between and that sort of came about from running the social media for cafes and restaurants I decided to get on the other side and see what that was about because obviously there are lots of people so I connected with people that way and then brought them into the cafe um yeah so that was kind of a bit of a a crazy ride um yeah I'm also a very fussy foodie (laughs) I would imagine so I love a good coffee Um, but in between coffees was taken or I think I was looking for like in between lattes so we went in between desserts because I also have a bit of a sweet Mm tooth and I have so I'm a mum of two boys uh, a six and an eight-year-old that certainly keep me on my toes and I also love a good wine which obviously comes back to the foodie thing (laughs) Well, we
1: we all love a good wine here at uh, Work Wife Wine Time.
0: Yes. (laughs) We should have been doing this in the afternoon with our wine.
1: Right. Right. (laughs) Why didn't we do that? That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's really exciting. I love that. That, That's awesome. So you're absolutely, definitely a social media expert by the sounds of things, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've I've dabbled a lot. (laughs)
1: I love it. That's so cool. Um, Yes, I will have to investigate your uh, influencer later. I can't believe I didn't know that. The things you learn. Don't
0: go looking if you're hungry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good good idea. So
1: so Maybe I should (laughs) hold off a bit. That's amazing.
0: Love it. Awesome.
1: Anyways, we are here to talk Facebook ads today
0: so yes it's scary scary stuff
1: right so thank you so much for being here for it because Facebook ads I know they are extremely scary and (laughs) really overwhelming right it's such a new world and a different world and a big one
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and ever-changing as
1: well Mm -hmm. absolutely it's I've been running ads and, and you've been doing them for me, of course, because you're amazing for the past what three months
0: or so now? And yeah, we've been doing a few different things, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, but even
1: the the changes within that that three months has is, is been astonishing. So yeah. <laughs> you need someone to keep on top of it, that's for sure. Yes. Um so I guess let's start first then with what what really look, like, what are
0: Facebook ads tell us? okay so facebook ads um so basically it's advertising on facebook mm-hmm. it's taking up some of the the real estate on facebook and getting your product in front of all those people that are scrolling through their news feed
1: mm-hmm. wonderful awesome yeah sounds simple doesn't it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the simple version <laughs> So then, um, why why
1: Facebook ads? Why are so many people choosing uh, Facebook ads for growing their businesses?
0: Yeah, so I think, especially like at this time of year, like Q four, it's like the big time. All the big companies have their budgets ready to just pump out. You've got Black Friday coming up, mm-hmm. um, Christmas, um, you know, all the sales at this time of year. So there's a lot of um, marketing right now on Facebook, but I think people choose Facebook to advertise on because it's a quick way to get in front of people. Mm -hmm. Yes, it can be competitive.
1: Yes. (laughs) But it's
0: also, it's also a quick way, like, you know, and you can see, you can see the stats, you can see the data. Like if you bought an ad in a newspaper, which is like less and less these days,
1: Mm. you don't
0: actually know how many people are reading it. You have no stats on that. Whereas, you know, you can actually see it happening in Facebook, although um, there have been lots of issues lately. um, Mm -hmm. But that's like there's a lot going on in America. There's a lot of, you know, with the election, there's a lot of um, changes. So like anything that goes on in the world, like Facebook, all the all the social platforms can, you know, make changes to the algorithm to um, yeah, change things. And artificial intelligence, there's a lot of that um, within Facebook ads at the moment and that's yeah that's like just being overly overly cautious at the moment so you really need to make sure that everything's compliant and that you're doing the right thing by Facebook right now otherwise you know you may find your ad account suspended or shut down disabled and it's just yeah with like staffing and everything going on in America that yeah it's um taking a little bit longer than the usual 24 to 48 hours to get things back up and running so
1: right okay can you, can you explain a little bit more what you mean there by artificial intelligence
0: yeah so um bots uh, so facebook oh, like you all would like everyone would have heard of like the facebook algorithm mm-hmm. um so it's like putting all the information into the computer and making it work so that happens as well with Facebook advertising mm-hmm. and it's got like artificial intelligence scanning things. So it scans the ads, looks for words, you know, so it'll pick things up. Um, you know, depending on what's in there. Like if you're not being compliant by the policy, um, it'll have like flags that it picks up on. So it's just making sure that everything is, yeah, like rather than one person doing it and sitting there doing it, it's actually like computerized now.
1: Mm.
0: So yeah. yeah and they're getting smarter
1: yeah right before there was yeah. a, an actual human sitting there doing it
0: like. oh look i am sure i'm sure it was like still um some kind of face like a computer program yeah. um but yeah it's just smarter like everything you know our phones are getting smarter so mm-hmm. are all like you know the programmed intelligence they're getting smarter as well so
1: yeah absolutely um and do you have a bit of a maybe an insider understanding as to why they really are tightening up on things at the moment, like their Facebook.
0: Oh, look right now, um, like you would have heard, there's a lot of things, you know, with the election and obviously okay. the last election. So, you know, there are changes being made to like the algorithm to stop like false okay. information coming out and having impact. So um, I think that's just having a flow and effect through everything right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, the next week everything will be back to normal. Mm-hmm. And this then will... you've got Black Friday sales, so then everybody will be jumping. Off. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always something. So it's just knowing what's going on at the time.
1: Absolutely, I guess we're not too far off from um, Black Friday sales, hey? And
0: then. No, they... no, they are just around the corner. <laughs> Three weeks. <laughs> wonderful it's 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 super interesting
1: it really really is um and I think for me personally coming from um a traditional media if you want to call it that background um television ads for many years and newspaper ads um I think the main thing for me is the the data you you can collect to actually see how many people specifically are clicking on your ad how many people have yes. viewed the ad then view the landing page the, the clicks the buyers the, the whatever that the data me yep. is astonishing
0: yeah and you can change it if it's not performing the way you thought it might mm-hmm. you can change it whereas once mm-hmm. it's in print or once it's in television you can't do that so that's why it's like it's just a, such a different playing field
1: Absolutely, and and I, I I learned that personally as well. And, and you know, if, if you're with the testing, if you're testing, you know, two different copies, two different creatives, um, which ones are working better? If that one's not quite working, you can jump in and and change it around. You know, and it's thing yep. because once something's printed in a newspaper, how do you do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, and you can also change it too. So you're giving like a slightly different like creative and message to who you're talking to. So you might have like two slightly different audiences. You can't do that in print um, because you can't decide who who gets to read it. You don't know that information. Whereas Facebook, like, and once again, coming back to that, like Facebook smarts and the artificial intelligence, they're able to collect all this data that actually says, oh, they like this and you give them a particular message that hopefully resonates with them. So, and then, yeah, gets them into to the product or whatever it is, the service that you're offering.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Isn't, isn't that amazing?
1: Um, yeah. Just touching a little bit more on that. Um, when we're looking at selecting audiences and, and things like that, um, what sort of demographics can you tap into in Facebook? Oh, there's,
0: yeah, look, there's lots of options. So, obviously, you've got um, age. Mm-hmm. So you can select what age group, whether you want to target like, you know, men, women or both. Mm. Um, one of the good ones um, for e-commerce mm-hmm. is that you can actually um, target engaged shoppers. So that's a really good one. Like if you're looking for something particular and then people that are also shoppers on Facebook, that can sometimes boost up your sales right. like because you're actually getting people that want to buy from the platform. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then then you've got like all the different interests. So like there are some, you know, interests that you would think might be available that aren't, um, but there's also like, you know, your entrepreneurs, your business owners. You can actually target people that are Facebook page admins. So, yeah, there's lots of different, yeah, different things. That, um, one of the ones that really um, got me, which I didn't realise at the time, you can target people that have upcoming birthdays so providing that they've put their correct birth date into facebook you can target them and you can target anniversaries people with upcoming anniversaries like it's just yeah some of the stuff is like whoa that's really clever
1: absolutely yeah imagine being e-commerce and then targeting yeah someone with an upcoming Mm. that's incredible yeah
0: well i had a lot of like cafes going we'd mm-hmm. love to offer you a birthday gift come in and get a free meal and I was like wow <laughs> and, food who do that? and my birthday month
1: Right? <laughs> who wouldn't do that if you're scrolling through and, and you see that come and get a free you know coffee
0: yeah I'm
1: there
0: <laughs> yeah so no I thought that was very clever marketing so yeah, yeah for all those cafe owners out there yeah
1: You say no cafe owners <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I've I've certainly learned something new today. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah, there's just lots, lots in there.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. Um, Right, so let's, considering I'm, you know, a a copywriter, uh, let's delve into a little bit here of the importance of uh, good copywriting for Facebook ads. Because they are, of course, a combination of creative and the copy, Absolutely. Um, but what, what would you say is the main, main importance of really good copy for your ads?
0: Writing to the pain point. So like really capturing the attention, like what is it that's going to stop mm-hmm. your ideal audience in their scroll? Mm-hmm. So it needs to be scroll stopping. So what is it? Is it, you know, is it the image that's going to capture them? Is it the copy? Um, obviously, with copy, there's all different, you know, your short, your medium, your long form. Mm-hmm. Um, so, different lengths of copy, mm-hmm. um, the text that goes above the image on Facebook. You only see like a couple of lines before it has the three dots to click for the more. So, sometimes it's really just, you know, getting those right words at the top ends of like your message that work with your image to make someone go that, that, you know, <laughs> and click and then keep reading. So I really think that it's a bit of working it together mm-hmm. and then obviously good old testing, mm-hmm. <laughs> test, test and test again. Um, yeah. Just testing which one is working for your audience.
1: Mm, absolutely. Um, so you mentioned the short and long, copy there um can you yeah. explain that a little bit more
0: yeah so obviously um short copy is your sharp get to the point mm-hmm. um grab the attention medium copies like you know a paragraph so like just explains a bit more you'd have that click the the three dots to keep reading mm-hmm. um and then your long copy so that could be you know three four paragraphs it's kind of like that however long it takes to to get the message and in the long copy, you'll often see like a testimonial, Um, you know, it might be a bit more of like the sales page. So what is it that you're actually going to get here? Um, Once again, it would always start with that sort of capturing headline, Um, start off like to start off the copy to get them to click to read more. Um, So you still need to have the bit at the top that's gonna get them clicking Mm -hmm. through sort of attention-grabbing scenario that's, yeah, making them read more.
1: Absolutely. Um, and do you have suggestions or, or an idea of when long copy works with lots, you know, with those few paragraphs as opposed to your very short copy? Is Yeah,
0: any- look, and it, it does just depend. I think it depends too on what it is that you're offering. Mm-hmm. um so obviously the higher the price point um sometimes more information is better so you know they want to know before they're clicking through to mm-hmm. to find out you know to buy that 500 hundred dollar course that you're selling they might need that little bit more information at the front end but once again it's a matter of testing it and working out what people are actually clicking through on because um, there's no point just going oh look you know it's got to be long copy here Mm. Because if you don't try the short copy, you may be losing sales.
1: Absolutely.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, For those who may be
1: looking into Facebook ads for the very first time, um, do you have a suggestion of how many different ads you um, should test to start working and what's not?
0: It really comes down to budget. So the more budget you have, the quicker you can do the testing. Yeah. Um, $10 an ad is sort of like minimum. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking, okay, I need to try a short copy versus a long copy, that might be a testing option. Then you could go $20 a day. Yeah. So if you have like two, like a copy, short copy, long copy, um, $10 a day, test that. Mm -hmm. Then you might test different images with the winning copy. Okay, And then you can start mixing in headlines. If you just, this is what I've got. This is like, I've only got $10 a day. Just try it. Mm -hmm. You know, if it works, then you might go, okay, this is the ad that I want to run. Test audiences then. Try testing different audiences. So you might put $10 on one audience set and $10 on another audience set. So you're looking at like $20 a day. Um, Obviously, if you can bump that up, you are going to get results a lot quicker and see what needs changing. If anything needs changing a lot quicker. Yeah.
1: And, and how sort of long do you think, I, I know it could be dependent on the industry, the business, but how, how long should you do your testing for before you may be able to do what's working?
0: Yeah. So you need to test it. So it reaches enough people. Um, so yeah once it's reached a thousand people you should be able to work out whether it's working or not and whether it's worth scaling or if it might need like you might want to change something up again to see whether something might work better okay so that's yeah sort of and yeah so you're sort of looking at your cpm Mm -hmm. and your reach
1: okay and for those who don't know what cpm (laughs)
0: is so it's cost per million And it's, yeah, you don't want that to go over sort of the $40 mark. Um, So it's basically the better that is generally means that your ads are performing well. Okay. Yeah.
1: Fabulous. Good. Good (laughs) to know. And so for me, I I write a lot of Facebook ads for clients myself. uh, And I have been, um, getting a fair few rejections and having to tweak and change the copy to push it through, like what we did yep. earlier. Um, and I'm very interested to hear your take on using the word you. So, as a copywriter myself, that is yep. almost 101 of copywriting, right? Something I learned many billions of moons yes. ago back when I was in uni. Uh, (laughs) But what's changing about using the word you now in in Facebook ads land?
0: Okay, so I think from your perspective, you would use you to call out your reader Mm -hmm. so that when the audience is reading it, they're like, that's me. What Facebook doesn't want is they don't want people to be singled out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So by using you and then putting something next to that that puts them in like a box Mm -hmm. they don't like that so you can use you um carefully Mm -hmm. um throughout your copy but you don't want to use it to call people out yeah um so like yeah describing like for example so if i was running an ad for course creators i could say hey course creators do you want to blah 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 (laughs) (laughs) that sounded good didn't it um yeah, but I wouldn't say um now I'm on the spot here. <laughs>
1: okay, well, that's something like you know, <laughs> hey course creator, are you struggling to uh, make money?
0: I'm trying to think mm, Yeah, money, see money's another big note. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm trying to think what what sort of I've I've have rejected. So I I
1: yeah. I I found an issue with me is when I took the word feel out because, you know, do you feel
0: like this yeah no that's a big no no right because I
1: found that telling telling or putting that person in a box of are you yes this
0: yes yeah no no yeah um so yeah you don't want to put people in a box like a great example would be um you know do you feel like you're always tired you Mm. can't get out of bed like you've created that whole do you feel
1: Mm.
0: and all of a sudden unfortunately people are in a box yeah whereas you know um you could twist it get rid of that and you know feeling tired
1: yeah
0: um you also can't make claims so you don't want to make any especially medical claims like Mm. you know this will fix your back Mm -hmm. um you know make make ten thousand dollars in 30 days like you know that's another big one no money like you know um facebook will flag a lot of um copy for multi-level marketing. so like no like they're definitely against that so if it reads like you might be trying to you know get people in to make a quick dollar that's a big one so i i will often have to get the manual review request for that. Mm. Um, but I'm yeah, getting better at um, because obviously my clients don't do that. They're actually, you know, using social media tools um in their business to create programs that actually work. Um and yeah, so it's just it's just learning and knowing how to rewrite the copy to get around that.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And I, I get why they're trying to do it. It, it is, it is a good thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. To wrap your, your brain around. Yeah.
0: And Facebook is a very, like they want people to have a positive experience. Exactly. So if you can make it a positive, um, I suppose, scenario over the negative yeah. um, I find that that's definitely looked upon um, better in general, like organic and paid. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we've, you know, touched on the world of copy. My one of my favourites. <laughs> uh, what about then the importance of good creative?
0: Well, look, they made some changes recently to creative, um, getting rid of the text rule. Mm, so you yeah. Only be able to have twenty percent of um, text in your image. However, yes, they. They'll encourage you not to have more than 20% because they believe that that performs better. So even though you're allowed, doesn't mean you should. (laughs)
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, And I think too, like people prefer to see, like, you know, you can have that little bit of text and then like a nice capturing, you know, image that puts people in that picture, puts you in that scenario or shows you who you're going to be working with. Mm-hmm. um you know or if it's a product shows how that product can be used um rather than just you know an image sort of thing like I feel like we want to be in that experience
1: yeah for sure so, you know
0: if you're spending hundreds of dollars you want to know who you're spending it with and you want to go yep I think I could get along with them kind of thing um if it's a product or a service, you know, like, you know, show me what I'm going to get. Is it five spreadsheets? Is it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, just have that image that captures the attention. Like it doesn't have to be like specifically, you know, graphically designed. Mm. Lots of people are using Canva Mm -hmm. um, and I love Canva. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, yeah, totally jump on board on Canva because there's so much fun stuff in there, but be careful it's a rabbit hole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like good good creative obviously does, you know, they work hand in hand, the copy and the creative. So, yeah, so was stopping.
1: Um, so, but you, you know, basically, if you're, for example, you have a, a digital lead magnet perhaps on an ad, you know, Next. showing um, that sort of image of, you know, the cover and the six pages. Yeah
0: yeah yep yeah i suppose like um this year particularly a lot of people have gone to creating online courses Mm. and a lot of people have been using the mocks so like a mock-up of you know the if it's a course scrolling through the course on the you know the little mock-up of the computer screen um in their image so creating like a little video from it or just having like all the different things sort of laid out in an image you get this and this and this and this kind of thing um, so that's obviously showing the value behind it and then I always say you know let's test that with yeah. like an image of you yeah you know, let's test that with you know something completely random yeah um, you know just to see whether that works better or people want to connect more with you um, I had one recently where the brand, the person worked better. Okay. Then another one, the mock shot worked better. So it's just dependent on the offering and the audience that you're reaching.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so, so, yeah.
0: And if it's a cold audience, I find that they generally want to see who you are.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: And so once you're warmed up, it's then a
1: cold audience is. <laughs>
0: Oh, nice segue. Um, So a cold audience is reaching people that have never heard of you. So you're targeting them via location, via interests. Um, They haven't necessarily crossed paths with you
1: Mm -hmm. at
0: all yet. And then as they get to know you a bit better or they interact with your ad, they interact with your Facebook page, Instagram account, then they become a warm audience. Mm -hmm. And then of course, your hot audience are the ones that are ready to buy. They're on the edge of their seats going, come on, when's it coming out?
1: <laughs> when, is it, when is it I want the thing? Yeah.
0: <laughs> we like hot audiences.
1: I guess it makes sense with the cold audience that they would want to, to see you, right? Because they've never. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But... They don't know who you oh. are. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so
0: then what. What can all
1: of this, all of these Facebook ads, what what can it do for a business once we've done that?
0: it can do a lot. (laughs) So once everything's like set up in place and you've tested and you've got like, you know, you found the audience that's working and you found your, you know, creative that's working, Mm -hmm. you're getting the sales, then you start scaling it. So you start putting more money into it to get more sales from it. Mm -hmm. You start, you know, fine tuning it to get a better return on your investment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously the more you put in, you want to get more back. So like, you know, you don't want to be paying like, you know, $2 to get a sale of $2 Mm -hmm. Um, unless of course you're trying to build an audience to sell something bigger to. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of different ways that ads can be used for your business. at the end of the day you want to set up a system that's going to work if you're looking at evergreen like an evergreen course then you want to set up like an evergreen funnel Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to set up something to create like you know ads to create a list you want to build your list Mm -hmm. so then you start working out ways to set ads to do that so you always have to have that end goal in mind what you're looking for and then set the ads up, get the ads working and then start scaling them, find new audiences. You know, every now and then you'll have to update the creative because creative can fatigue. So it'll get tired. People will be like, I've seen this like 20 times. Okay. You know, <laughs> Makes sense. they don't always, yeah, I want to see the same thing, but then it might be recognizable. So you've just got to keep an eye on it. And that's why a lot of ad managers will be like, you check them daily to see how they're going, make sure that nothing's fallen off stop working. Yeah.
1: Very, 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 um very in depth. It's a big
0: process. Yeah, it is. It is.
1: Absolutely. But there really is success stories of businesses growing.
0: Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean just recently I had a launch with a client Mm -hmm. and we, you know, one sale short of goal, but you know, we did it and it was like a two week turnaround. (laughs) It was quickest launch and I was like wow this is awesome so yeah you know we're all excited about it so amazing good results
1: yeah that's fantastic um and what about uh one thing that is quite deep in my heart uh is the the importance of like really intimately knowing your target audience and and your avatar so that one person you're speaking to so you can really your ads effectively yeah
0: well that comes out i suppose like if you know what you're targeting what you're targeting who you're targeting um the creative like is targeted towards them the copy is talking to them and then it's finding them within facebook so um you go into like the audience insights within your business manager and you'll you know you'll pop in like something about them so you know they might be female they might be age 30 to 35 and you know you might go and they like this pick one thing and then you start layering it and seeing like Facebook will actually spit out a list of things that they're you know people within Facebook that like this in that age bracket in that country also like this okay And then you can start finding other things that you may not have necessarily thought of to target. And this is really handy if like your audience isn't converting the way that you want it to. You might need to go looking like at something a little bit different um, to see. And and it could just come down to ad spend. Like, you know, um, for example, a lot of um, creative uh, entrepreneur businesses, courses, coaches, they target the interest of people that like Amy Porterfield. Mm -hmm. or people that like Marie Forleo Mm -hmm. a lot of people target these Mm -hmm. audience so then you've got to go okay well if you know there's you know all these people targeting that particular audience Mm -hmm. how does yours stand out you know is your budget big enough
1: right
0: maybe the budget's not enough to get yours in front of that audience so then you have to maybe think outside the square and go okay what other people might this audience be into What other things, you know, where do they eat? What, you know, what websites do they visit? What books do they read? And then see if they're targetable options. Wow. (laughs) So, yes, definitely knowing your audience intimately, like knowing what they do, you know, where Mm. they live, all that sort of stuff comes into play. But you may also need to think outside the square a little bit in the targeting. Mm, For
1: sure. I think
0: knowing them, though, definitely helps with your creative. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do
1: love thinking outside of a box. So that's, (laughs) that is awesome. Yeah. Um, So what about some, some tips uh, for our lovely listeners today? Um, And I'm thinking tip number one would probably be
0: testing. Testing. (laughs) Test, test and keep on testing. You can't, like, you can never really test too much because, you know, if you test one thing, unfortunately, Facebook does change. And sometimes testing it, you know, three months later, you may get a different result. Um, You know, you'll have also learned as well. So Facebook will have learned and you'll be able to see from the data and go, okay, well, maybe if we tweak this and see if that works better, you know, like, yeah, definitely test. It's one of my favorite words.
1: Oh, just test. Yeah. Yep.
0: Definitely. Yep. Keep word. testing. <laughs> um also another big tip is to make sure that your business manager is set up correctly.
1: Okay.
0: So business manager, I have had so many clients come to me with problems. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, just make sure it's set up correctly. If you're running a business manager just for you with just your business account in there, make sure you own it, make sure it's the primary page. So nobody else can claim it into their business manager because it is really hard work trying to get it back. Wow. Um, yeah. So <laughs> and turn on two factor authentication. So nobody can hack your account. Wow. Not so much ad related, but it's definitely the foundation mm-hmm. because once yeah once your ad account's gone it's really hard to get back and even if you do get it back um it it's generally flagged so what? anything that you do on it just causes problems so just yeah look after your account set it up right and then yeah test <laughs> test have and and also you know make sure what your are planning to sell, obviously for e-com, it's a bit different, but because I'm dealing more with course creators and service providers, um, you know, make sure that your um, product or your course um, has kind of been qualified so that, you know, there are people out there talking about it, you know, getting excited about it so that, you know, the ads that you run, they're working towards something. You know, list building, then course creating. Yeah, little offers.
1: Yeah, right. Absolutely. Okay, so yeah. the main part of today: test, test, <laughs> and, and test. Set <laughs> up correctly, and yeah. test. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, <laughs> uh, Well, I mean that was a fantastic. I, I dare say. So thank you so much. Thanks for, for having me. Such amazing information in this episode today yes uh, so tell us where where can people find you
0: i am on facebook and instagram at sugar pop social i have a facebook group make your social media pop and love it. website is yeah sugarpopsocial.com.au that's wonderful now where does sugar pop
1: social come from sugar pop why
0: yeah so in between desserts was my food blog yes and because I was mainly dealing with cafes at the time I wanted something I suppose a spin-off from that and yeah so sweet soda would have been all of our initials but it was um it was too close to another business that was a similar in a similar niche so we went with sugar pop it kind of tied in with i wanted something with social so sugar pop social yeah it just yeah. it worked and it came from yeah in between desserts so a bit sweet sweet and sweet <laughs> absolutely and make
1: make you make it pop that's i love it
0: yeah it's yeah crack home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful um yeah. and finally so we're all about collaboration over competition here of course yes um how has embracing that helped helped your business
0: I don't see a lot of people like I mean look my business has exp- like expanded um pivoted it's not really the right word but you know changed direction a little bit um because obviously I was quite into Instagram yeah. um and then Facebook I did some training on Facebook just to learn how that worked for the organic side and then I really dived into advertising and just loved it um, so, yeah, look, I will often, you know, I have people that I refer e client inquiries too
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because I've decided that, yeah, I just want to focus on this. Um, I don't do social media management anymore. So I have people that I, you know, refer on to for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously just, you know, building up your network because everybody does something a little bit different in digital mm-hmm. marketing. It's just such a big playing field. So, you know, you've got people that do SEO. um, You've got people that do websites, you know, um, strategies, like, you know, tech strategies, that sort of thing. Um, So there's lots of different people and, yeah, it's just building up that. I suppose it's more of a network, isn't it? It's not so much of, you know, oh, they do what I do. It's, you know, well, look, hey, I'm full, but this person's really good at what they do. Um, you know I'd be happy to refer you so yeah I think it's definitely a good thing to have connections and yeah there's a lot of people out there you know like I feel like the less you worry about what's coming in it just happens it just doesn't yeah, I think people can tell like if you're yeah. if you're in that space of like oh no I, I just feel like you know something happens and things shift and it doesn't flow the way you want things to flow so yeah I love
1: (laughs) it We all embrace it right
0: yeah yeah
1: awesome so again I can't thank you enough thank you so much for being here Amy it was wonderful thank you
0: thank Um, you for having me Gemma
1: oh you're so welcome welcome. anytime (laughs) please come back (laughs) so ladies that is a wrap thank you so much for being here this Friday and as always all of you kick-ass women and fellow workwives remember you're not alone because like we just said collaboration is power and most importantly we all get it thanks for tuning into our podcast if you enjoyed it hit subscribe if you'd like to learn more then check out our website www.workwifewine while you're there jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.